talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. But it also helps with with um, the SEO optimization as well. It allows you to stay competitive in the industry, and it's really being able to take that educational piece and that educational value out of the sale and really put it into your social media marketing as well as your website. You know, any online marketing that you're using to be able to push your business forward. So. There's so many great pieces that video, like, I, don't, I mean, we could talk on video for an hour, honestly, <laughs> but it's, you know, just those few pieces alone, just by getting out and putting a video of yourself out online, discussing what you're doing can bring so much power on education to your business. It's unbelievable. And that guy right there, I just had him on video yesterday um, for our response bid. We personally just started, just signed up for response bid. I wanted to be able to really put his face on our responsive platform and really get to have people know us a little bit better. Um, and that too will help in our, in our sales process with responsive So there's so many great pieces and, you know, individuals that you can integrate softwares with through your video that just by, you know, taking a step and putting yourself out there, I know it's scary. I've had so many business owners tell me, I don't want to get in front of a camera. I don't want people to know who, like who I am or know, you know, know anything about me because they feel as though that they can kind of hide behind the business a little bit, but that's really what connects you with those customers. So I really encourage everyone to, you know, put some more thought into video this week. Um, and one, one piece I kind of want to leave with before we kind of move on to, you know, the next talking point is length of video. Cause I know this is something a lot of people struggle with. Um, how long a video can I put out there? Well, it's really dependent on the platform you're putting it on. Um, and like Jeremiah said, it, if you're going to go through and, you know, hire a videographer, be sure to look into pricing. I would definitely recommend looking into his service to be able to have a stock video made if you're not ready to do the full-blown professional videos um, of your, your company because that's a great stepping point to be able to then bring in a team of videographers if needed. Um, but you, know, you look at your different platforms. Most small business owners operate between Facebook and YouTube and then some are branching into the Instagram realm as well. So. It, YouTube's the longest. You're looking at about a two-minute time frame there where you can still keep everyone's attention and get your education across. So that's really where you want to embed those into your website to be able to use those informational pieces to say, this is what we do. This is our service. Or, you know, even highlight a specific service. So, you know, in Michelle's case, she can really use that to highlight her services as you know a virtual admin and be able to say, this is exactly what we can do for you small business owners to help you succeed in your, um, your office and virtual realm. Um, now moving it to Facebook, you lose a minute. So you drop down to one minute on Facebook before you completely lose those clients. So make sure to condense that, make it to your big bold points that you wanna get across, your call to actions, and get it so that you can draw in the, the attention of those clients because individuals on Facebook as well as Instagram, they're looking at family photos. Oh, uh -oh. Just lost audio. Uh oh, we lost you again, Tay. 
Poor Tay. Tay. Sorry, Tay. I think we got the majority of it, though. I think short yeah, and concise think, is what she wants to wrap up with. So I think we're good. Jeremiah, yeah. we can just be much more technically savvy than this. I am sorry for all those listeners. <laughs> fingers that our internet holds. We are really rural <laughs> in Colorado right now. Um, so like, I think Tay, Tay just brought up two really good points that Jeremiah, I think you've totally cleared out for us, which is amazing. One is if you're afraid of being on camera, you've just fixed that solution for them, right? And if you're not technically savvy, you fix that solution for them too. And I tend to be a little lazy and by lazy, I mean efficient and you're going <laughs> to optimize the video links for us, right? We just go to Jeremiah and I missed the name of your video company. So can you say that yeah. for us again? Yep. Uh, it's home service stock. Home service stock. So home service stock is going to do the heavy lifting for you. They're going to optimize the links for you. They're going to add the call to actions for you. I'm assuming. I think that that's right. And um, I love that. I love that. And so I'm the finance person. I tend to talk about money and, um, to me, this all feels like you are diversifying your list of services, Jeremiah. You have pivoted. You have found strengths. You, you are being so efficient because you're doing the stock photos for your business anyway, and now you're helping your entire industry. So um, tell us a little bit about the past couple of months. I know we've just made it through a pretty intense period, especially for home services. Um, what, what have you noticed? What have you been feeling? Um, yeah, like how, how are you doing? Yeah, so we... Uh... So it was fun. We had this huge, uh, we sold our business last fall um, and had this, you know, huge plan spring 2020. We're launching in a new area, new services. Um, we didn't, there's no soft washing in Arizona to dry as can be. So that it's kind of a whole new industry for me. While I've been part of the exterior cleaning industry as a whole, this was all kind of brand new to me, right? So we, um, so we're getting ready to launch and then we kind of like pulled the trigger and the mail campaign started going out and COVID hits. <laughs> and we're like, you know, it's kind of a, we either have to just go for broke because um, I can't afford to not. So we kept on course um, and thankfully did really well. I think, um, unfortunately, there's terrible things happening in the world, but people were sitting quarantined in their houses, staring at dirty stuff and hiring people to clean it. Um, so we were really thankful for that and we trucked through it. Uh, it is definitely scary. Um, I feel like uh, now, like everybody that I, I mean, it depends on what part of the area you're in. And that's what I love about the Spike Club circles. We're normally in four different states and four different markets, but uh, here in California, oh, I'm not in California, normally in California, <laughs> it, we're just saying spring started late. Is that what you're feeling in Illinois? Did you just get I mean, I know this is your first spring with soft washing, but does it feel like you're getting this massive influx now? Just yeah, later? we had a, a really great uh, June and July's on track to do really well too. So um, we're, it is interesting because I just don't know, like I've yeah. not had a full season here. So I'm like, is it going to slow down? I don't know. <laughs> so we're just really trying to fight against that. Um, and, but it's, it's been going well. Um, thankfully awesome. we've got really good coaching, so that's good. Um, yeah, Michelle said you guys are in the Conquer program together. Yep. 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 So we're, uh, <laughs> we're in Conquer last year. This is my second year, the first 12 months. Uh, I was super thankful to have Josh Latimer as my coach. Um, it's fun cause you know, I followed him forever. Mm. And then, uh, this year, Pat Clark is my coach, um, which is great cause he, he's still operating a exterior cleaning business. 
Um, so I don't really feel bad asking him technical questions, you know, which right. is kind of taboo in the coaching world. Like, <laughs> hey, what soap do you use? Like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's super cool with answering those questions too. Um, so I love it. Real helpful. So what about juggling two businesses? Like, tell us about holiday lights. Like, that's a that. So all of these feel like examples of you pivoting. It feels like you are a true hustler, a true entrepreneur who sees opportunities and you absolutely don't let them pass you by, which is amazing. And I think that that's really helped through coronavirus is business owners who have looked at what they have in terms of staff, in terms of clients, in terms of equipment, and they figured out ways to sell stuff. So I know my husband was terrified of a camera two years ago and he did so many videos, so many videos over the past four months of himself. Like Tay was saying, we're huge responsive fans. So he was just doing responsive video after responsive video. And he did all of his training videos, thanks to Michelle getting him organized and Martha, you know, harassing him in a good way. Uh, it's so funny here. She's like, okay, Jeff, now I need you to write these three things before this week is over. And I was like, Martha, we're on vacation. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so tell us, about, tell us about diversifying with holiday lights. Tell us about that. Sure. Um, so we, uh, we're just a window cleaning business in Arizona. We own South Mountain Window Cleaning. And um, in the forums, you know, most people pivot in the winter to doing Christmas lights because they're shut down and they're part of the area or the country. Um, whereas Phoenix, the summer is slow, but, you know, October through April, it's like window cleaning season there. Um, so anyways, I was like, well, let's try lights because I see everyone else doing it. So we ordered some stuff. Um, I bought a little training thing uh, from Jason Guyman. I don't know if you guys know him, but he had a little course. And uh, we ended up doing like $20,000 in lights, just kind of messing around. We sent a few emails out to our list and wow. um it was really profitable though. So we were like, Hmm, like we're kind of grinding out cleaning windows. <laughs> what about this Christmas light thing? Um, so we ended up last year selling the window cleaning business and it was technically our first real season of Christmas lights. We did uh, a little over a hundred thousand um, and you know, the 60 day period or whatever. Holy um, and it's just, it's a, I mean, wait, can we just celebrate that? You did a hundred thousand in your year one 60 day period. Like what? That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. It's awesome. Um, it's a lot of work. If anyone else is involved in Christmas lights, it is 24 seven for a few months. Um, Tay has been very interested in Christmas lights. I think she keeps yeah. like, it's like, I can tell she's like mulling it over in her head. My husband is I've scarred him for life because I'm an accountant and I like the lights all perfectly. You know, I like them level and pointing the same direction. And so he said he'll never do Christmas lights. But yeah. Tay, <laughs> Tay might talk us into it. She might go first. Um, so I wanted to hit just in the finance realm real quick. There was a little update to PPP. I feel like I've spent the past 18 weeks talking about government funding programs. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Jeremiah, if you got a PPP loan, and then I'm going to share an update for the people who are watching and listening about what happened this week with PPP loans. So if you don't mind, if you mind sharing, did you oh, get I don't at all? Um, we did not qualify at the time for the PPP or the, uh, EIDL. Um, we did get a couple thousand bucks of the grant, um, with the EIDL. And then I got a thousand dollars locally from the United Way, um, which helped. But um, as far as the the larger loans that I've seen everyone getting, we did not qualify for just because we were new here. 
So. Well, I'd love to work with you on that. And I will, I will be sure to set up some time with you uh, if you're open okay. to it after this. Um, what sure. happened this week is the, the deadline to apply for the PPP loan was June 30th. And we still had over $100 billion left in that program as of June 30th. So on June 30th, in the afternoon, East Coast time, the House passed an extension and said, we want to give business owners five more weeks to apply for this money. The Senate passed it a couple days later. The president signed it over the holiday weekend. So today is Tuesday, and you can still apply for a PPP loan, which I don't think anybody saw coming. And it was really not what I thought we were going to see Congress do at the last minute, but they did. And so now suddenly I'm talking to all these business owners who haven't actually gotten a PPP loan for a variety of reasons. Uh, it, it could be, I mean, I've had so many interesting meetings before we came on vacation this week about why people don't have the PPP loan yet. So I just want to encourage you, if you are a Fight Club listener, that if you don't have one and if you're confused about why you, you couldn't get one or you didn't get one, I'd love to talk to you because we have five weeks to spend $100 billion on your business and I would love to help you. So um, that that is my plug for PP this week and my update and Jeremiah, we'll, we'll get together and just see if there's any, I mean, if you, between these three businesses, there's got to be something we can do. Yeah. I mean, I could use a piece of a hundred billion, so. <laughs> okay. I mean, let me set expectations. It's going to be probably a very small piece, but still, oh, yeah. that's, that's work on it. yeah. Okay. Um, Michelle, you're next. Yeah, or? I am. No, I'm going to go next. That's great. Um, so in working in two different states, this totally, lo I love it because all of our team is remotely located. So I work with remote people all the time. Talk to us about the systems that you put in place, maybe in the window, the first business, and then how you transferred that to the Christmas lights and then how you transferred that to the exterior cleaning, right? I mean, how did you flow those systems through basically three different companies and what were kind of the, 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 the benchmark systems that you're using still? Tell me about those. Sure. Um, so window cleaning business was a bit of a disaster system-wise. Uh, oh, no. Lack of system. So okay. we, uh, <laughs> we actually, we had no real employees. Everything was subcontracted, um, which just runs challenges with being able to um, quality, not, not really quality control, but as far as telling them what to do, when to do it, uh, things like that. So it, it's just a fine line with, legalities and subcontractors um but i had a great group of guys that kind of stuck with me the whole time but as far as systems admittedly it was just the tail end of owning that business we started implementing systems because we joined the conquer program yeah um, <laughs> but it was kind of such a, a dump, dumpster fire i hate to call it that but we've all been there yeah, yeah. All had it. systems <laughs> Systems absolutely come from dumpster fires. It's true. Yeah. You know, that's that's when you go, oh, wait a minute, I gotta fix this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Martha her frequently asked questions this week for Jeff because he had to put his phone in airplane mode within an hour of vacation. I'm like, uh, <laughs> we need to fix this. And yeah. Michelle, look at all those systems behind you. We're looking at all your squares. I know. Back there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's okay, crazy. That's me and Doug. About, Jeremiah, sorry. Back to Jeremiah. So systems, dumpster fire, window cleaning, now on to business number two, I think. Is that what we're Yep. Talking? So when we got into holiday lights, um, you know, the cool thing is, like you said, you kind of learn like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Um, so it's much more organized. We were implementing things like Trello boards to kind of, with our workflow, um, responsibility, massive part of our, uh, our Christmas light operation. Yeah. Um, a quick plug back to the videos. We would do like a countdown video. So every day we 
we have X amount of spots before, you know, everybody wants them installed before Thanksgiving. So we would change the video more every morning um, that went out with the bids that day. And I'd say, hey, it's Hi. November 20th. Um, we have five appointments left as of 8 a.m. You know, wow. they may be gone by the time you get your bid type of deal. Um, it, it doubled as a sense of urgency for the customers um, and just an, a real update. It wasn't a sales tactic. It was, it was the truth. Um, great. Four jaw drops. All four of us. <laughs> all four of us. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that, Jeremiah. That's brilliant. Um, brilliant. Really great. But it, yeah. So none of my competitors use that. But no. <laughs> um, the countdown. But anyways, yeah, responsive bid, and then um, at the time we um, we use a couple different CRMs, both the House Call Pro and Jobber, um, and they both worked great. Um, but those were kind of the main systems for that business. Um, and then with Green Pro Services in Illinois, um, I've just been, from the second it became an idea, um, just been real diligent with trying to systemize everything. So if, if yeah. someone's asking me a question more than once or twice, we try to put a system behind it. Yeah. Um, and it, everybody knows that it's a work in progress, but we're doing, sure significantly better than I have in any of our past businesses. Um, and I'm getting to enjoy some of the benefits of it. Um, right. So just not having to be answering, you know, little questions all day and things yeah. like that. It, it's been great. So. Yeah. so before we went on live, you put us on mute and you picked up your phone and you were talking into your phone. Tell me what you were using when you were communicating. Like what's that platform that you use every day to, talk to your team uh, yep so we use boxer um and that was another thing i learned with conquer we all used it in our little coaching groups yeah. um and it's nice because i ignore <laughs> messages that come from about everywhere else during the work day yeah. um but if the boxer goes off i know it's important um so i'll i'll answer that I that's cool. so it helps it helps kind of prioritize all of the information coming at you as the owner you know that that's your team talking to you correct and yeah and admittedly a system that it's funny i'm realizing now is i've gotten about i'm still the admin uh-oh so i've had to block about three calls from <laughs> oh, customers no. Coming. oh no i'm, I'm like, sorry we can fix that for I, you you know we i know people I'm like it's the missing <laughs> It's the missing link. We've got the production in place, the sales in place, but I'm playing admin. So. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's one of the hardest places to replace yourself. It really is. And it's the pain point that, you know, our business solves. And we have a, a ton of people that contact us and say, oh, I'm just not quite ready. It's like that last thing you want to give up. And I, I totally get it. So it's, it's interesting yeah. that you're still doing that. But a lot of people are. So it's great. It's great. So we need um, to set up a call, Michelle. So I, we will, <laughs> we will, we will. So in terms of training too, I know Holiday Lights had a little bit of training, but tell me kind of how you helped people understand the process. Because again, you know, how do you, how do you set up a system to make sure that people are doing things the same way? What's your solution for that? Um, so we didn't have a real hard, we, the cool thing about Holiday Lights is uh, crew can produce a lot. Um, so we had a very tight knit crew. So it was all just in-person training last year. This year, I want to move more toward video. Um, and the fun thing is while we're shooting our stock video, 
we're also trying to make those videos and I'd like oh, wow. to kind of have those oh. packaged up where I can send someone a full training suite. Um, like, Hey, you want to teach your team how to do Christmas lights? Here you go. Oh man. Um, wow. Yeah. That's huge. You're going to have a ton of people ask for that. I feel like that's your like fourth jaw drop. From I know. I'm fortunate to have an awesome videographer friend. Um, it would not be possible because I couldn't afford to do it without <laughs> if I was paying a video. You need to put a link to your videography business into the, into yeah. the chat. Um, yep. live, they're asking for it. The people want your information. The people, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll we kind of be rolling it out at the huge convention. So it's still, uh, it's all still under construction. Um, awesome. Yeah. We kind of just used job forms when we did our first launch. Um, yeah. Honestly, didn't think it would go over as well as it did. And then, like, the orders just come and kept coming and coming and coming in. So that's so great. That's awesome. Now, I, know, I know a few lawn care friends that are getting into Christmas lights and are planning to come to Huge. So that would be cool. Yeah, we're uh, lawn care is on our list. We've already started shooting some of it, um, car detailing. So it's just that's trying awesome. to find a company to film is kind of the challenge. Because you interrupt their day, um, but yeah, yeah. But if we, you trade have, services, yeah. then right, and we do. It's like, hey, let yeah. us come shoot you, and we'll. I'd be like, uh, interrupt my day because yeah. I haven't gotten this done for years. So there you go. And that's one of the beauties of Fight Club now, Jeremiah. Now that you're like in the inner circle, is we hit all these industries very intimately. So uh, we've got lawn care, we've got maid service, we've got tree care, we've got arborists, we've got plumbers and electricians and window cleaners next year. Yeah. So well, the, yeah. the grand vision is to kind of service all those industries. Um, you know, it's just work in progress. So, so if you're a lawn care so company, good, I watching, love it. drop your drop your information in the chat. Jeremiah would love to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna say that. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, is Hobie watching? Yeah, come on, Hobie yeah. or Randy, where yeah. you at? <laughs> uh, well, awesome. Thanks, thanks so much, Jeremiah. I'm gonna pass you off to Martha, please. <laughs> all right. And I'm all things employees, and so we chatted just a little bit before we started and. Running teams, well, running teams on site is a challenge, but running teams remotely is a bigger challenge. And so when you come up on your next season for Christmas lights, have you made any changes from last year that you know you're going to do this year to make things run a little more smoothly? Um. We are. So one cool thing is we kind of shut down here in Illinois um, a little bit, you know, as winter comes on. So okay. I'm going to pull one or two of our staff here and fly them to Arizona. Um, I'm going to rent like an Airbnb or something. So, uh -huh. um, but then I do, I think the biggest thing for me with being able to do it remotely, I did run the window cleaning business remotely for about a month after I moved back to Illinois during the sale process, um, which was fun and also Sarcasm? very stressful. Sarcasm so. or serious? I can't tell. No, it was fun and it was fun on the good days, not fun on the bad days, right? So <laughs> there were some days I'm like, oh, I'm across the country at the gym and they're out making money for it. <laughs> but yeah. then other days, you know, the customer's calling, like, hey, nobody ever showed up. So, <laughs> um, 
But as far as running remotely, I would say my biggest thing is I have a partner there that's local um, who is just, you know, if there's a fire, he's putting it out. So, yeah, that's um, nice. And then, you know, I, I just think having that person, whether it's a, actually a business partner or just that lead person in the business, the general manager or whatever title they have um, is key to trying to be remote. Uh, for me so yeah it certainly helps and um so my situation is i live a hundred miles away from the office and we don't have anyone in the office anymore everybody is remote and so uh, it was but we had really good systems in place for quality control employee management before we went that way. So, uh, that helped quite a bit, but, um, things like quality driven absolutely help you figure out where to focus your energies because it helps you figure out your teams. And then that's, uh, has Jeremiah it, heard of, and do you have any Christmas light people in quality driven? Like well, we have, yeah, we, we didn't have people, but, they're usually doing dual services. So, um, and I only know that because they have Christmas light surveys that go out, you know, and most of them are lawn care. We have a lot of lawn care clients, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, for me, running teams remotely is really about watching data and for the most part, the data really is about attendance and quality. And what I find is because I really, really watch the quality scores even long before um, quality driven. But what I find is when you start seeing a dip in the quality scores, then when you start seeing that go down, it's like, you have to catch it now before things implode. And I sure. love, I love the data side of it that I pivot and I'm like on the phone going, okay, you need to start checking those houses. There is something going on or we start picking up the phone. So, um, we've caught like yeah. teen conflicts before, like from, I spent a summer in France and I was helping Jeff manage his staff. And I was like a world away. And I was like, these two guys have a personality conflict. So you need to mix up the trucks or uh, these guys need to be retrained on tracks or whatever. So I don't know. I feel like, yeah, that's cool that you're able to run it from halfway across the country. Um, I also love the idea of you being able to take your staff I know. to Phoenix for the winter. No, like, flex, awesome. flex job. It's super yeah. good. It's yeah. Did you qualify for that? What's that? <laughs> Did you make them qualify for that? Like, like, was, uh, yeah, was that like a contest or did you hand pick them? Not, well, only if you are able to. I mean, you have to be able to just leave for a few months. Right. right. Not everyone can do. So um, it's not a huge, you know, deal. We only need a few. Honestly, we could probably take as many as we could get out there. Right. Uh, just because our, our bottleneck there is production time. It's not sale. We, I, we could just keep selling. Um, right. We usually run out of materials and uh, time and people to put the lights up. So, um, but 
but I was going to say something. Yeah, with our, you were talking about catching it quickly mm -hmm. um, when you're seeing quality drop. That was a big problem mine with our window cleaning business um, is I'm, I'm codependent. So, you know, I want everyone to be my friend. Um, oh. And that didn't work well as an employer. So it, uh, you know, I would just let things keep going and keep going and keep going and right. eat me up and it's bad. So um, I've gotten better with that. Um, better at setting the expectation up front and having systems in place where it's like, hey, this is the expectation. Um, you did not meet that expectation. So this is yeah. why. Um, and you know, that's a really common problem. Mm -hmm. um, when I talk to people, a lot of us, part of why we're in the home service industry, I find a common theme is a lot of us, we want to provide a quality service to our customers, but we want to provide a quality um, place of work for our employees. And so many, many people equate providing this great job with being a pushover, you know, being too nice. And, um, and I find that that happens a lot and I absolutely did it too. And then what I wrapped my head around was not only was that behavior hurting me and the company, but my best employees who really did toe the line and did everything they're supposed to do, they were having to put up with all this crap that I was <laughs> allowing. And so, you know, I was running them off and they were suffering the consequences because they'd have to fill in for people not showing up. They'd have to go fix jobs, you know, and uh, so it hurt them as much as it hurt me. And once I realized that part of it, mm -hmm. it made it easier to be like, okay, it really is my responsibility to follow our structure and not be, you know, being nice is actually not being kind to the company. So, you know, once my, my office manager, I had to really wrap her head around, listen, you didn't, you didn't make these choices for them they made the choices. So if they're sitting on the hot seat, they got themselves on the hot seat and we're going to be fair. We're going to be kind, but we're just going to you know, rein it in. <laughs> so <laughs> your, what you say is such a common thing. And I went through the exact same thing really did. Well, and you yeah. just do it again. I'm like jealous. You've re you're built. You're starting again, and you're gonna kill it. It's so exciting. Yeah. And you're you're just in the first couple months. I can't wait to see where this goes for you. It's a lot yeah. easier the third time around. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I feel like I have a cheat sheet. So. <laughs> and and you're not having like I I discovered this with my current maid service, and so I had all of this kind of infectious patterns going on and I had to pivot with an existing business. So it's, it's a really great thing to be starting with a clean slate and go, mm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So yeah. kudos to you. That's great. Yeah. I love it. 
So I have a quick question. Um, tell me about, you mentioned earlier about HUGE. Is home service stock going to be at HUGE? How are we going to be able to connect with you or are yeah. our listeners going to be able to connect with you? Because we're all going to be at HUGE too. We're very excited. All yeah. four of us, everybody of here. Us. We're all going to be. It's actually my first time going, uh, which is okay, awesome. funny because wow. I've, it's weird. You know, I've been, it's like the only thing for us, uh, our industry during the year. <laughs> Um, your mind's going to uh, be blown, Jeremiah. You're just going to yeah, love it. It's I'm pretty excited. Really about great. It. Um, <laughs> and we had toyed with the idea, but about, I don't know, two weeks ago, um, my, my partner in the, the home service stock, he, he's like, I want, let's buy a booth and not cheap. Uh, <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, well, uh, if you want to man it, you know, I'll help, but well, it's my first time that this this is my industry. Like, I want to go look at trinkets and gadgets. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. yeah. <laughs> like, I'll help with the booth, um, but I'm not going to be there the whole time. So he's um, he's cool, and he's going to do that. So we're kind of preparing to formally roll out the home service stock um, to everyone there. It'll be fun because we have, you know, gosh, I don't know how many videos we've sold at this point, but we'll have a lot of customers there. Um, yeah, we've already served to kind of help tell people about us and stuff. So we're real excited about it. Um, I really wanted to find something that I could do to support the industry. Um, I do some marketing stuff on my own. There's a lot of marketers. Um, and I just was looking for something different that nobody's doing. So um, and I love, love video. Um, can't shoot it to save my life, but it, uh, <laughs> So we found that we're just we're excited to, be awesome. to get it so when, out. So when we went to the huge every year we go with like a shopping list right like this is our priority this is what we're looking for this is what we want right so last year i walked the huge i walked every single aisle multiple times and i was looking for somebody doing social media content and there was no one there not a single person and video is like the highest converting social media content we can do right so I mm -hmm. feel like you're absolutely filling a need and it's a need that I was craving a year ago and I'm so excited for home service stock because I feel like it's what our industry needs. It's not our skill set. It's not, we have lots of SEO people. We have lots of people who are going to help us with marketing campaigns, but there, there's not really anybody helping us generate content for our social media. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's going to be great. Fight Club's going to have a booth at the huge also. So uh, we'll, we'll come bug you. Um, yeah. <laughs> And um, I, I think it's brilliant, Jeremiah. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. So we, we need also, to tell people. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. let's say we need to tell people because I bet there's a lot of people listening that are like, "What is huge? What is, oh, what yeah. is that?" Okay. <laughs> so, it's, <big>. it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Uh, huge. Huge is that is the industry conference for exterior cleaning services that are window washing and power washing exclusively. And uh, I think we were on track to have 2,500 people come to the huge this year. Uh, so it genuinely is huge. It's the largest trade show in our industry. Uh, it's, it's in Atlanta. So it's in the South. Everything's bigger in the South, right? Um, the trade show floor has so many great quality vendors and the speakers are fantastic. Um, it absolutely, the huge convention changed my business and my husband and I's life, um, for the better. It's where I met Martha and mm -hmm. Martha is the reason that I met Michelle and then I actually how I met Tay. So, uh, it's where you, you can meet your friends. You can meet like-minded people who are hustlers and entrepreneurs and who are fighting the same fight that you're fighting in your industry 
if you are not in window cleaning or power washing, there's still a ton to offer you because there's going to be classes about, about leadership, about management, about finances, about systems, about sales, about marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do a great job putting together their speaker list and, um, and it took us an entire year to implement what we learned our first time at the huge. Um, it's Tay's first time to the huge to Jeremiah, and we told her she cannot be in the booth when there is classes going on. She needs to be in a classroom when there's classes going on. Uh, she can come to the booth when the classes are over um, because the the quality of education is just absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. super cool. I'm a big believer in because I know there's some lawn care. Uh, I have some lawn care friends coming and I know there's some maid service people coming and I love that because in our industries we kind of get pigeonholed and people are all doing it very similar ways and I remember the first time I was uh, exposed to a lawn care conference and I was like wow I'd never heard of that you know and and then it dawned on me we were all going after very similar customer avatars, um, similar employee avatars. And, uh, you know, so hearing from different perspectives is, I almost said huge. (laughs) It It is huge. And we learned so much from the cleaning industry in our window cleaning company, like the idea of recurring cleaning revenue and cleaning clean as a maintenance clean. I could see Christmas lights and gutter cleaning having a lot of parallels, especially when it comes to pricing structure. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's really fun to learn from outside your industry. So if you're not in window cleaning or in power washing, we would absolutely encourage you to check it out. Um, and Jeremiah is looking for people in other industries for his stock videos. So you know, go check out Home Service Stock because uh, you you could be the first. Who knows, right? That's right. <laughs> Jeremiah, sorry, it. I'm like totally putting on the spot, but. <laughs> It's a brilliant idea. Keep talking about it. Okay, (laughs) get it together, get it together. So So. what we typically do next is go around and assign homework. So Tay, how's your sound doing? Are you back with us? You've been kind of quiet. Oh no, no sound. Okay, chat it and we'll play it for her. Type it in the chat and we will share her homework. Um, But. I think, you know, Jeremiah, for your, for us, for systems, I don't know about you, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but I think it might be cool to have people check out the Conquer program. It's a really Mm -hmm. neat coaching platform for people that might be looking for that next level in their business. Maybe we'll just put a link for Conquer and people can check it out if they're interested. I think it's got a lot to offer every industry and I think it's a cool thing. So if you're cool with that, I'm going to assign that for everybody to check out Conquer this week. Yep. I would say, um, the number one, everybody at, well, how much is Conquer? Yeah. Um, well, and what is it? Because there might be yeah, people tell watching, us. but like, yeah. what is it? So, yeah, um, yeah, so hopefully I don't butcher it. Uh, <laughs> Conquer <laughs> is a coaching program and community um, targeted toward the home service industry as a whole. Um, so yeah, I think it did kind of start with the exterior cleaning, but now we've got maid services, lawn care, garage store companies, um, pest control, you know, all kinds of different companies, plumbers. Um, and then like you were saying a little bit ago, one thing that I find cool is like, oh, well, look at what that pest control company does. Like, I want to do that in my cleaning business, right? Um, so, but that's really neat. But the 
besides the coaching and the community, which is a hundred percent worth the cost or the investment, um, the, just the assets you get and the vendor discounts. Um, I learned how to budget as part of the conquer program and <laughs> save, save my life. Now I feel like I'm just the smartest person in the room. Like, yeah. People are like, how do you do that? You're buying vehicle after vehicle after vehicle. I'm like, uh, I, I've got a roadmap. Like I know I can make, you know, make payments and whatnot. And, um, so just knowing my numbers has paid for years and years of <laughs> that investment so in the program. Good. Yay, um, knowing numbers, that makes Megan so happy. And <laughs> been, so happy. And it turns out it's like a recurring theme at Fight Club is in every area of business, you have to know your numbers. You mm -hmm. have to have metrics, you have to have data, it, whether it's your quality metrics or it's your turnover metrics or it's, it's something else. Uh, we've got jo Jeff McConaughey on the chat and he's like, know your numbers with the hashtag. Yay! And Jeff, <laughs> Jeff is a lawn care guy. Jeff, uh, stock videos right here. Jeff, Jeff has a machine of a lawn care company in New Mexico. And that man knows his numbers like no other. Mm -hmm. I, um, oh, it's like the key to my heart because it, it frees you up for your family, right? Like yeah. it brings you all this financial freedom and peace and less stress. Um, so Jeremiah, that's so awesome that Conquer has helped you with that and, um, and that you're going to be able to like, just kill it in your third business and your second business and in life because you know your numbers. I'm so excited. Okay. Tay has assigned homework. So I'm going to throw Tay's homework up here and then we're going to start wrapping up here. So for marketing, Tay wants you to shoot a one minute video about your business. You see. Um, it can be about marketing, explaining a service, or just educational potential customers about your business, educating potential customers about your business, rather. Um, it's funny because I actually assigned this to Doug this morning while we were having our coffee. I said, Doug, you know, we need to do just a reach out video to our clients today. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll go downstairs and do it. So he's actually outside doing it right now. So that's so funny that you're assigning that because I will get my homework done this week. So that's what we're doing. Okay, Megan, how about you? Um, so one thing I really like about Jeremiah, well, there's so many now. I thought I liked you before as a Facebook friend, but now we're like BFFs. So watch out at the huge because I have a bad habit of following people. Yeah. Don't ask Jeff McConaughey about that. It was very bad. But no, I like the way your brain works. I like the way you think. So um, I, I love that you have multiple services that you offer. And I try and encourage people to be very careful. You want to say no. You want to stay in your lane. You want to stay focused. But Jeremiah, what I think you've done is you've looked at what you have. You've looked at your assets, whether that's employees or systems or equipment, and you figured out ways to leverage them. And so I think my homework for you this week is I want our listeners to take an inventory of the services that they currently offer and just a mental list of all the things that you offer. And I want you to look at that list. And I'm the accountant that usually talks more about feelings than I do about numbers. And I think your feelings are going to tell you how profitable those services are. So Jeremiah, you said you did your first year of Christmas lights and you kind of just, you know, threw some spaghetti at the wall to see what stuck. And I think one of the compelling things for you was how profitable that service was. And that was because you were looking at it. You were looking at those metrics in that service avenue and trying to decide if that was worth it. Then you looked at your exterior services in Illinois and you said, hey, I've got these great staff members and they're kind of slow in the winter and I want to keep them busy. How can I marry these two things? So you took staff members from Illinois, sent them to Arizona where you had a profitable service model and, and you killed it, right? And you're headed into your next season of killing it. Then you looked at, 
hey, to sell more, I need to do videos. Well, if I'm already putting in the time to do the videos, why don't I resell them? Same thing with your training so programs. So my homework for you is to be like Jeremiah and to look <laughs> at what you currently have, look at what you currently have and see how you can leverage it. Um, and I, I would love to hear in the group one idea that you got from this morning that you're going to try and implement. So it doesn't have to be Christmas lights. If you're, if you're a lawn care guy, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to be doing Christmas lights yet, but it might be just something that switched for you, right? Sorry, I feel like I cut you off, Jeremiah. Were you getting in? Oh, no, you're fine. Just quick uh, credit where credit's due. My Christmas light partner in Phoenix, Keith, uh, comes from a restaurant background of tracking numbers. I didn't know a thing about numbers. He actually before we were partners, just out of habit, tracked our numbers for Christmas lights and came to me at the end of the season goes, do you know how much money you made? And I was like, actually, no, I have no idea. And he showed me, I was like, well, we need to do this more. <laughs> so he got me started with uh, wanting to learn how to budget and do spreadsheets and then Concord just piled on. <laughs> well, I can't wait to meet you too. I hope that you're going to be at uh, the huge because- You'll um, be there, yeah. Okay, that's Yay, good. Yeah. We can't wait to meet him. It's awesome. Okay, and my homework is going to be whether you run things remotely or not. I mean, I think I think even if you go to the office every day, you need to think about what if you can't go to the office every day? Um, because that happened to me. You know, I went through cancer treatment and luckily I was already set up because of logistics of where I live. But every one of you needs to be thinking about how your company can run without you. And most of us, our biggest hang up and being an absentee owner is um, employee systems. So I want you to figure out what data, what would you watch if you were working remotely and like you couldn't go to the office? Because like I say, whether you want to be an absentee owner or not, you need to build the systems to be an absentee owner in case you have to be. So that's your homework is what data are you going to watch? <clears throat> And what do you have to put in place to do that? I love it. Gosh, awesome. such a good guys. So I'm good. Okay. Well, Tay usually, yeah, Tay usually wraps this up, but I'm going to do the quote and she's going to just wave and smile and be it's gorgeous. Be like our mime. Tay's our mime. She is. I'm so sorry, Tay. Um, so <laughs> it, actually, it actually fits very well with what we talked about today. And it's from Michael John Bobak, and it is all progress takes place outside the comfort zone. And I know that all of us on the screen and every one of our listeners has been outside the comfort zone at one point or another in their business. So it's beautiful to remember that all progress takes place in that zone. So get out there and keep fighting everyone. And thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Jeremiah, for coming. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah we'll see you at the you huge. Just a few weeks. Next month. Yeah, home yeah. Check out that booth, Home Service Stock at the Huge. Yep, All right, sounds everyone. good. Thanks, everybody. Have a great you day. Okay, <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.